0: And uh, here's our modus operandi. Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry.
1: Mind grenade is a pop culture based show that dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot
2: more. Oh yeah, boy. Mm, Two fifty. Yeah, okay. That's a that's a big number. Oh, milestone action, yeah, right that's there. That's actually higher than I can count. Which is is that
3: the number of times Jason rehearsed reading that before the podcast? <laughs> I do not rehearse this. right
0: before the podcast. I think it's yeah. pretty obvious I don't rehearse that leading up to it. Yeah. So um, I think let's see. We're gonna talk some TV. Some uh, Disney Plus stuff. We're going to talk some movies. Uh, we might talk about some music. I think I might have a little tidbit of music stuff later. Um, definitely some comics. And uh, I don't know about if we'll have any room for a whole lot more. But um, maybe a little a little bit more. A
1: little, lot, little lot more?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, we, uh, we got back into our Rotten Tomatoes game. Our Rotten Tomatoes prediction game uh, a little bit ago. And... Um, Usually we try to have the scores, um, announced on the podcast prior to the movies, uh, being released and Mm -hmm. having Rotten Tomatoes scores. Uh, but, uh, the timing was a little off and, uh, I did take a break from, um, recording the last couple of weeks. So, um, we're just gonna, uh, adhere to the,
2: um, honor system and, um, And, and if anybody else wins, except for me, it'll have an asterisk after Yeah, it. Hey, and the table <laughs> will have been flipped over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? Uh,
0: so, um, the, the three movies we predi- we uh, had predictions for was uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, there's been a Rotten Tomato score set for that one for uh, about a week now. There? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's settled on where it's going to okay. settle. Ooh, I'm curious. Uh, the... Bob Odenkirk movie Nobody, um, an action flick kind of um,
2: that kind of came out of nowhere for me. I had no idea that was even in the works. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's definitely Taken esque, right? You know, a little bit Taken. Of that style.
3: Um,
0: uh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. I got I, yeah. style. Yeah, like it's, a
3: spoofy John Wick.
0: Writer, yeah, it's the
1: same director as John Wick, right?
0: Oh, uh, the writer, the writer. Okay, yeah. that's right. Um, and then the that's, uh, that's the f- right, the writer. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. then the final movie for our prediction was. Godzilla versus Kong, which hasn't been hasn't been released yet, but there are the there's some reviews that have come in. So that one surprising. that one might change.
2: What's that? It's surprising with the reviews are in there because I didn't think anybody would see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, hating on some Godzilla versus Kong, <laughs>
0: um, which, by the way, uh, 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 a much more successful shared universe franchise than the DC universe. Uh, the Godzilla movies and the Kong movies have all been moderately financially successful. But critically, on like pretty decent. Like I think the lowest one's like a seventy or some shit like that. No, maybe not. Godzilla, no, King no, of the Monsters. Yeah. King of the Monsters was, a, was like a forty something. Yeah, but, yeah but
2: the yeah. Oh, we can get into that. When yeah, we talk yeah. About with those, just like,
0: but it's 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 uh, it, it's like had a better track record mm-hmm. than the DCU or the DCU seems to like to spike and then look, and then, and then just you know come out with a. Suicide Squad, or what was the other bad one? Uh, I don't know. Is it all of them? Yeah, BVS is yeah. kind of a,
2: a It's always tough, too, because those kind of movies, you know, they're not going for, mm-hmm. you know, to get awards mm-hmm. from the critics on those. From their writing and stuff. Yeah, I'm no, sure they're trying they're to make not. a
0: good movie, though.
2: They are. They are. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the, most of the critics, I think, that are pumping that stuff, they kind of want to see like peanut butter falcon or something like that so they're, they're gonna give like a yeah, really yeah. high award to not. but then but
0: then you get a is dark knight the new avenger yeah uh, peanut peanut butter butter falcon. Falcon.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> uh yeah like the the black falcon
1: <laughs> i won't i won't tell you what the superhero power is though with the peanut butter oh
0: no <laughs> <laughs> so uh we'll, we'll get into it um let's see uh the rotten tomato score so we'll announce our scores And then we'll. uh, Which movie do
2: you want to start with?
0: Yeah, let's start with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which um, we've all. uh, I I haven't watched it, but everybody else here has watched it.
2: Did you watch it? I'm like halfway through it. Oh, okay. Oh, you were halfway through it like a week ago. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's probably. We'll Well, see if ever. He thought
1: he was halfway through it a week ago. Then he watched some more. And then he realized now he's actually halfway Mm -hmm. through it.
0: (laughs) uh, Is it as long as it's big? What, what do you um we'll, – we'll lay down our scores and then we can just talk about right. the, the movie So itself. I'll, I'm
2: going to go first. Okay. okay. So, you know, I, I kind of – not cheated, but I looked up the previous Justice right. League score. Here comes the asterisk. That's not cheating. No, no, no. no. So I looked at the previous Justice League score. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. what was the previous one? It was like 40. Oh, okay. That's 40, the yeah. Critic. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I have a strong feeling that this one is going to be better than that. So yeah. I'm like – yeah. You know, so I gotta shoot for higher than that. Um, I kind of wanted to say that it, maybe it was gonna be fresh, just based on kind of some of the stuff I read from um, some of like the direct, like not the directors, but the higher up execs, saying that man, you know, it's not anybody's fault but it was just kind of an unfortunate circumstance. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So it's somebody's I think fault. it's Warner Brothers' fuck, fault more than anybody. I is
0: completely agree with Matt. Definitely uh-huh. somebody's fault. But but go ahead, Ian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this, is a lot, this is a lot of anger in here.
3: The water's boiling
1: over Yeah, here. keep yeah.
2: talking, Let just I know ride. we may yeah. attack yeah. you at any point. <laughs> so, all right. So my, my final kind of takeaway from it was I wanted to give it just – Barely, you know, a fresh. I'm not saying that movie was going to be great or is great by any means, but objectively, I thought it was going to be better. And then what I've watched, I think it was better than original. So I gave it a 65.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So uh, we'll move on to Matt. But yes, I agree with Matt that uh, I don't. I don't blame Zack Snyder. I don't blame Gus whedon I don't blame the actors. I think Henry Cavill's a fantastic Superman, and I think Bat, um, Ben Affleck's a great Batman—not great, but a good he, Batman. He's—he's—he's yeah.
2: he's, he's definitely grown on me. Um, like the more I've seen him in the role, yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, Gal excellent. Gadot's
0: great. Like a lot of good, a cre- creatively a good group. Yeah, um, and and it's a shame. Yeah, and it's a shame that Ben Affleck didn't. He was supposed to get his own Batman movie that he got to direct, star in, and co-write. And Ben Affleck's a fantastic director. I like um, The Town, mm-hmm. um, some of his other movies. Uh, so uh, I was pretty excited. But I agree, it's it's Warner Brothers who fucked that whole uh, Justice League thing up. Because they they want to try to be the next Marvel, or they want to keep up with Marvel and stuff. And rather than just focusing on their universe, they're seeing what the person across the street's doing. They're and seeing trying. the dollar
2: signs, Yeah, and that's well, what they want. Well, but I
3: would say, though, to... One of the biggest mistakes that that they made Warner Brothers was picking fucking Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, if if you're going to go with Zack Snyder, you got to stick with him because he has his own vision and take and, and you know, his vision and is
3: insane. <laughs> he 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 makes weird choices.
1: Yes, and he has a dark tone, he has a dark his artistic style, is a very dark look on life. But you can't you can't just bring somebody else in and try to finish something that's so unique or you're going to end up with
3: trash. And trash like the Batman versus Superman when she directed all by himself. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, but at least, well, yeah, and that one. See, but
1: that also Warner Brothers cut had him cut it back to where it didn't make as much sense. So yeah. when you watch the extended version, and this movie in Justice League even made less sense because they cut basically they took Zack Snyder out of the Zack Snyder movie, and then what do you get? You just get a like it's like you like a magazine that you cut like. Just pictures together and like, oh look, here's a comic. Right. So, but uh, I don't know. But the, the story goes, the Warner Brothers execs before Zack Snyder left because of a family tragedy, they st- they saw this movie or what he was creating That's and right. they said, wait, yeah. no, like we don't like this. This doesn't like we can't put this out. I, I that think, was before um, he left. Mm, yeah. They had decided they didn't like what he was doing before mm-hmm. he left because of the family tragedy. So they had already wanted to redo this movie. So him leaving made it convenient for them to hire Whedon and bring in and just completely redo this thing. And now we see what the result of that was, which is something worse than what they had in the first place.
0: It, it was strange to bring Whedon in too, because I like Whedon stuff, but he's not—he's not the visual director of that uh, Snyder is. It, it was a weird mismatch. They were like, "Well, this guy created the the, the you know the Avengers, yeah, friend. like not created, but the you know that first and second avengers movies were big blockbusters uh successful both of them um not perfect but that's what warner's is like well we'll bring in this guy who did so much for marvel it is a fucking mess mm-hmm. but um anyway uh matt uh, what, what, what was your predictive
3: oh i was gonna go 65 as well but since ian said that i'll do 60 <laughs> okay um, so
1: yeah so, am, am i good green and- light
0: yeah but, right. and and the, if you
1: had more i'm sorry i cut no, you. no no that's okay if you had more no no, to... no I, I was trying to make a point but i wasn't going very far with it um the so i i knew kind of going into this that that now a big thing for me <laughs> was a lot of the character arcs were awful in the original one and i'm like man could have zack snyder made his own character arc this bad i don't think so and then so i was like okay so maybe this this will at least face value should make more sense it's gonna be way too long So I'm going to put that into it, but I was like, this is probably going to be a 20% jump, I bet, in a movie that may totally still not look great for a lot of people, what they wanted to see in Justice League, but at least maybe it's a movie where the storyline actually follows, what the, and you can come away and say, oh, okay, I get what happened, I don't necessarily like it that much, but I understand what the hell just happened on screen. So I was like, okay, 60%. So I was like, well you know what? I'm really close to 69 and <laughs> nice. I don't care that much about the guessing of the score. So I just like, I'm going to nah. do a 69 yeah. and that's what I, I did. Like, I like nice. your style. Nice. Yeah.
2: I, I definitely agree. I mean, the movie does make a lot more sense. What I've watched. I mean, it from You're, the previous cut, I don't know. I mean, the old movie, like it just jumped all over. There was no like yeah. rhyme or reason. You know, like, there's like no character backstories for like half of the fucking characters in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the villain was like stupid as fuck. I mean, they didn't oh, even yeah. introduce Dark Side well at all. It, it
0: isn't uh, isn't uh, Steppenwolf
2: a lot cooler visually? Oh yeah, he's sure. way more badass. Yeah. His story makes way more sense. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I don't know.
1: S- Steppenwolf. I hated that motherfucker in the first in the first cut. Is a movie. very throwaway
0: he CGI was. villain. He, yeah.
1: aesthetically, he looked weird. Did he have pants? I don't even remember. Did he have pants in the first one? <laughs> he had pants in the second one. <laughs> but anyway, it, I don't know. Regardless of clothing, his armor is actually somewhat cool in the second one. But the guy has a char- uh, like a story arc now. You yeah. understand, he's still kind of a buffoony character, but at least now you understand where he's coming from, like he's trying to please dark side. He's a fallen
3: angel basically. Yeah, and you he want- wants his daddy to love him again.
1: He does. Yeah. I he don't does know.
0: Those
2: mama boxes back. <laughs>
0: uh, here's a weird one that I didn't know cuz uh, some of these uh, the uh the superhero genre has gone so far with movies that a lot of these characters are c less, D less characters that are making their way into these big movies. So, like, Steppenwolf, I didn't know very much about him, but it's apparent that's he's apparently Darkseid's uncle, but Darkseid's the alpha, like yeah, uh, character I remember. I remember in that, in that world that. Yeah. that he just subjugated his or you know his his uncles like his his little bitch or whatever. But anyway, yeah, um it does look a lot cooler and the little bits I've seen of um Dark Side in the in the uh on YouTube little clips mm-hmm. and stuff looks pretty cool. I, I I did see one of the cool things uh about Dark Side that I remember from the comics is his Omega blasts his eye beams like once he shoots them at you no matter where you like they'll follow you and i think they they have a little clip of him like decimating some um atlanteans or something and one of his eye beams blasts somebody behind him real quick it looked really cool i don't know if you got to that part i that. have
2: not seen yeah. that part that. <laughs> but uh
0: but he does look mm, i mean yeah the the dark side uh cgi character in the Zack sander cut does look really cool Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Um, so the other two characters that you're this is and i i don't like i know a lot of people compare this to marvel because why i mean you just it's just it's up for comparison Mm -hmm. right with the two comics and and but what event like what what marvel excuse me what marvel did so well was they built their world and they built their characters this movie introduced the Flash and Cyborg, and then during the Whedon cut, they barely introduced these characters. They're just mm-hmm. like, oh, look, here they are. Yeah. And at least in the Snyder cut, you get a little bit of an introduction. But not only that, but Cyborg yeah, is almost a, like a center
0: of this, of movie. this movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it, he wasn't at all before. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it makes it better, in my opinion. I don't know how Matt feels about it, but I think it makes it better.
3: Well, I can, isn't this Aquaman's first appearance, too? Or did that come up? No, After, this right? would have
0: been his first appearance, yeah. like the original his Justice character, League. Yeah. yeah I don't know.
3: That's true. But yeah, so uh,
1: I mean, at least the car- the character introductions are better. I mean, yeah. what they should have done is they should have like they should have slowed themselves down. And tried to do better of introducing these characters, but instead <laughs> DC was yeah. Please, right, do it better.
3: made no sense because they're they were rushing to make their Avengers. Yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. but there a... was
1: no reason to. No, that's the thing. They they it's like almost like oh we got to catch up with Marvel. We got to catch up with Marvel. No, you don't. Yeah, you're
3: doing your own thing. Just do your own
0: thing. Just Go at your own pace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you
1: don't like,
3: have to do that. They were operating. They were operating like it was going to burn out. Like yeah. no one was going to like superheroes anymore. Meanwhile, like what. Ten years later, the Infinity Saga comes out and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I would say overall the Snyder Cut Acts one through three are. I was like, this is kick ass. Like, nice. I really enjoy this because that's where most of the Schne- Snyder stuff that was added is really on okay. the front end. Yeah. It was. It's all context. But but after Act Three, which coincidentally is also when I stopped and came back the next day, it turns into the same shitty movie yeah yeah (laughs) like the actual like conflict of it like getting the mother boxes Mm -hmm. and the fight for the mother boxes is just there's so many moments where you're like why the fuck would anyone do that yeah you
1: well and it kind of addresses a little bit what mother boxes was because nobody ever knew that didn't read comics what the hell they're like, what are these mother
3: boxes? And they actually explain a little bit the in expl- the f- in the first three acts, yeah. yeah and it's pretty cool, it, yeah. When they had
1: that
0: big because before
1: scene. you're like, what? Did, did grandpa boxes mate with the grandma boxes, <laughs> and now we have mother like it didn't yeah. like no one knew where the hell these things what they were and where they came from.
0: Yeah, the more I hear you guys talk about it, it's definitely Warner Brothers is at fault for their entire mess of a fucking shared universe. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like uh, the Harley Quinn movie, um, and the Aquaman movie, and the Shazam movie uh those aren't groundbreaking films but i enjoyed them for the popcorn fun well and they learned of... i think
3: they learned their lesson because they're yeah. all post justice league to like yeah. kind of forget about the rest of it and just make kind of mm-hmm. one-off movies yeah. that are fun yeah
0: yeah uh so <laughs> i i think i um, I I ended up scoring this one pretty low. Uh, I, I went with fifty five percent, so uh, I think I'm the furthest away. Um, we'll uh, announce. Let's see here, fifty five. So the actual score that they that it seems to have settled on is um, I think was it a seventy three? Let me see here, oh, seventy three uh, percent critic score on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, so seventy three percent. So it looks like uh, Jason, Jason came the closest, sense. and uh, the audience score. Um, with, it says twenty five thousand plus ratings. Uh, the audience score is a ninety five percent. So wow, people did. High? People did really. Okay. Uh, I mean the consensus. I because I haven't watched it, but I've been I've watched and listened to podcasts of people talking about it. I watched or I listened to uh, how did this get made and. Yeah um one Kevin thing smith and a bunch of other people yeah
1: one thing they mentioned which i agree with is that um because i listened to that podcast as well is mm-hmm. they talked about there are there is some like still absolute hate for this movie mm-hmm. when it came out mm-hmm. and they say that some of it i don't think necessarily comes from those people watching the movie but right. coming from how this movie got like the fan service that created this movie yeah and the whole zack snyder thing in general to where they're just like, they were just going to hate it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's definitely some of that. So, there's always
0: some of that with any of There was some this. of that, I yeah. think, still
1: going on. but Yeah. And yeah. It, it's it's weird. It's weird that we got this. It's weird that Warner is. Brothers is like, okay, here's another $70 million. Let's put this out and then make us look like idiots. Basically, yeah. for dis- on our decisions that we made. But
0: So what I'm waiting for is for Disney to approach George Lucas to remake all these Star Wars sequels. <laughs> Yes. And the no, George man. Lucas cuts. God, don't. Yeah. Um Ian, so uh seventy three percent was the my uh my prediction was fifty five, so I went pretty low. Mm-hmm. So uh I came out um, doing pretty bad on this particular movie. The actual score was seventy three percent. Um and the um that's a critic score. So okay. Jason came the closest with oh. sixty nine, so um so uh we'll we'll move what was back. the, oh, what was the I audience, do wanna, audience audience call? was 95
2: whoa that's a little <laughs> <high>. i <laughs> feel Jesus like Christ. i would give
3: i would give act one through three as its own movie like an 85 wow it's like the fellowship of the ring like it's wow. the assembling yeah. of the not it's not as good i'm Comparing oh, right. the plot, yeah, 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 it's like the assembling of the crew. I would give that an eighty-five. The second half of the movies is, is like sub fifty. So for you're me.
2: saying don't watch dude, if you've seen I've the original seen... Justice <laughs> yeah, League, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would stop after okay, Act that's, three. I'm convinced. Man. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched through the three acts and I'm like that's good yeah. for tonight. It's like two hours into a- it.
1: Ap- after it. watching it, if I had to give it a score myself,
3: it would be actually close to the score I pulled out of my ass sixty-nine.
2: So yeah, sixty-nine.
0: I, uh,
3: I, we can't move on without me discussing. If I could describe this, this thing, the Snyder cut to somebody in one word, it would be pretentious. It is like. What the fucking four three aspect ratio? Oh, and yeah. like oh, Well,
1: that's yeah. because of IMAX. The IMAX cam- cameras. No, that's what Zack Snyder says. <laughs> well, but it makes sense because otherwise, why
0: would they? Why would there be no, footage no. in four hey, here, Here's a pretentiousness. They're doing a black and white cut. I know that.
1: <laughs> that right there. Yeah. That, no, dude. Boy, Zack boy, Snyder.
3: Zack joke, Snyder buddy. is like. No, they are. Zack Snyder is like that guy who like traced Iron Man with colored pencils and thinks he's Rembrandt. Yeah. Like he he does the most like like the Superman is Jesus stuff is the yeah. most like surface level simpleton yeah st- but he thinks he's a genius for it yeah. Matt like Matt, l- let me ask you a question at <laughs> uh,
1: the Flash Ezra Miller what do you think of this character played by him in this universe
3: Oh I don't mind it but I know I know from listening to let's talk about stuff that Flash fans hate it I don't hate him I find him awkward that's the point though well, that's his
2: character i think I, they everyone
3: him, else but... is so dour and uninteresting they needed a comedian but
1: i, I feel like that's uh, fine it's fine I, like I, I don't hate the character i hate the character's fine to me but i feel like some of that has come from bias because i watched the wb flash series so i is that a different i am person i am used to yeah i didn't know that i do know. I, u- I am used to that flash so i feel like that's <clears throat> a little bit biased but i'm worried that because we're still getting a flash movie with ezra miller right
0: Yeah. I'm worried with. Well, it keeps getting announced and and then dropped and announced and dropped, and people keep jumping off and on it. It, I don't ever see it happening, but.
1: I'm worried this Flash movie is going to be six hours long because (laughs) every time the Flash in the Justice League gets a scene, there's slow motion everywhere. So, like, I feel like that if the Flash movie is going to be like like 50% slow motion, so we're going to have a movie that transpires over a period of actually 20 minutes, but the movie is going to be three and a half hours.
0: Yeah, he uh, – um, I never thought of The Flash. I guess when you group him up with all these other characters, then he becomes by default the comedian. But yeah. he's not a Deadpool or a, not even no. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They just needed some comedic relief. So we're just going to make the guy in the red suit the the comedian. So it's it, there's a lot of um, – these are Zack Snyder's versions of these characters yeah. where – the when you watch a lot of the Marvel movies, you're getting like almost the definitive versions of these, like Captain America and uh, some of these other characters of Thor. You know, I, with Thor, you get your uh, the first and second Thor movies, and you get Ragnarok, where he's a little bit more jokey. But in the comics, there's always different versions, or different tones depending on the story. But like, um, yeah, with the with the Zack Snyder verse. DC stuff, you get th- his version of it, not not a very, like, iconic version of these characters. Right. You get um, Frank Miller's Batman, which is, like, the super grim, like, just hulking, brutal uh, Batman that, like, brands people with his, you know, just, so you're... And- Yeah, he, he put the Superman in the dark costume. Yeah. um, A lot of people, it didn't,
1: that didn't bother me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Uh,
1: I didn't even notice
3: it because the whole movie's almost in black and white anyway. (laughs) That too. That's Um, not a joke. No, the, uh, the,
0: uh, the the black costume is like from the, uh, comics where when he returned from the dead, he was wearing a black suit. But, but, but tonally, Zack Snyder's, I don't think Zack Snyder likes Superman. That's from what I've been, what I get from watching Man of Steel. And Batman versus Superman, and um, the little clips I've seen of Justice League on YouTube and whatnot. I don't think Zack Snyder cares for that character at all. So it's like, and it's a shame because Henry Cavill is fucking excellent as that character. Uh, so yeah. it's just a shame. But um, oh, we can move on unless we have anything else. I um, did want to talk yeah.
2: about um, the Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman in it. I thought she did excellent. Oh, you know, that, I yeah. really liked her scenes in the movie. The bank um, scenes pretty good. Yeah, I and mean, I think that her character was. You know, just more traditional and kind of what they were going for in the first one. She carried it over great, mm-hmm. and it just brings me back to some of the disappointment from the second movie. I was gonna you say, yeah, relative to the second movie, yeah, like <laughs> you can give her an Academy like, Award. Like oh, true, wow, like <laughs> Wonder Woman, like they kind of let her do her own. Is, it, thing, yeah. her own Is it true, Wonder Woman, though, for her to blow a hole in the side of a bank? And okay, that was the one. <laughs> that was the one part that that was out of character for her. That, yeah. I think that was that was probably like a Zack Snyder. Like, no, we need a fucking explosion. You know?
1: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to point that out, just yeah. to be devil's advocate. Um, that, that, that was a, a good point. Oh, she's great one, in. Uh,
0: I, I brought this up uh, on the last episode that I did by myself with the um, uh, Justice League Unlimited, the the, car- the animated cartoon. That's <gasps> uh, it should be on Warner Brother or on uh, HBO Max, I think. Uh, but she's great in that. And actually, those those are my v- iconic versions of the Justice League. Is the this animated version? Yeah, me too. Like, um, and then they also have um, John Stewart, which is not the comedian, but John right. Stewart, the the African American, um, the U.S. Marine, Green Lantern, that on that show became like. That the generation that watched that show, that was their Green Lantern, not Hal Jordan. The, right. The, uh.
1: Yes. The so,
0: uh, but in in that cartoon, they, the different interactions between each character, like Batman and Wonder Woman, had this flirtate. Well, it's mostly Wonder Woman has this flirtatious thing towards Bruce Wayne, but Bruce is so into his mission that he just doesn't have time. You know, I don't have time for a relationship or whatever. Um, and I I thought that. Like, that shit's cool. Like, these little interpersonal They actually do that in the movies. They do. You know? Do they? Okay, there's cool. A, there's, why, there's, there's why not? There's a yeah. little
1: bit of sexual tension that you feel. Yeah.
0: Why not? But, you know, like... I felt just... it a lot.
3: So, speaking of the animated series, I had this joke planned for at when uh, we talked about the Justice League to be like, my Justice League has the Martian Manhunter
0: in it. Yeah, yeah. And this movie fucking has my yeah, favorite yeah, character yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah. I was very excited for he's that. He's great in the Justice League Unlimited, too. It's a great character. Yeah. Like um, He's
3: barely... He's in the movie only to set up future appearances. That are never going to happen.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) still, you
1: you know, at this point, who knows what's going to happen? We may get, we may get a continuation of this Snyder cut. Who knows at this
0: point, right? And that's the other thing too is that now there's this uh, new hashtag to restore this uh, Snyderverse, Snyderverse, which is
3: this story sounds fucking dumb. (laughs) Well, Batman fucks Lois Lane. Are you kidding me? Wait, wait, isn't isn't she?
1: She's pregnant in the Justice League, right? Doesn't she get a do the pregnancy test during the movie? I don't
0: remember but that was the whole thing right I, but the, I mean the
3: the future direction that snyder had was that batman fucks lois lane and has a baby and that causes superman to go genocidal mania. yeah and become a dictator and, and then stuff, yeah and it's batman. even worse if it supposedly happened while he was dead which yeah, is what wow. jason is now suggesting because wow. that's, that's like a, the dumbest character that, motivation that goes to like you took care of my wife while i was dead now I'm going to kill everyone. Well, he took care of her already. Right. Uh, that, yeah.
0: <laughs> that goes to the point I was making about him not liking Zack Snyder, not liking Superman. Like, let's just turn him into a despot. Yeah, But they, they didn't
1: build a previous relationship with those two during this No, it's just, no. So yes. is that nowhere? I don't, th- I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. This is like like more of like 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 the like a like a pretentious fuck? bullshit that <laughs> Zack Snyder does. Okay. So yeah. Well, yeah. Now that you're triggered, Matt, let's trigger you some more. Oh,
3: I did wanna, the, I right. can, we can't stop without me just saying that I also hate uh, aquaman's character mm. because like i get like uh you have a character and you bring an actor in and the actor kind of blends with the character and makes it their own portrayal mm-hmm. instead they said what if aquaman was cal drogo and they're like oh we should get jason momoa to play it <laughs> like it, I, it, the character like what aquaman is a biker dude that mm-hmm. that drinks whiskey i just it's Every time Jason Momoa plays a character, he's just Jason Momoa. He's, like, yeah. the most one-dimensional actor. Yeah. And it's, he didn't, like, take a character and inform it by his personality. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take my shirt off multiple times. Right, right, right. right. I, I find that character. And by, by your smile, you enjoyed it. So un- oh, of course I did. Yeah. I'm not complaining about that.
0: It's funny, though, because, like, it worked out for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that character is very milk toast in the comics i mean they they, they have stories where they make him badass but right like they definitely went with a I, choice I,
3: I had this vision in my head of like like this guy like the director or whatever with people in the room is like okay we gotta we gotta make aquaman cooler hmm. and he turns to the guy behind him he's like just work on making him cooler and he turns around then he turns around like two seconds later and the guy's like holding a knob in his hand he's like what happened he's like it it broke off they're like, we turned the knob to 15, <laughs> right, right, and it right, just right. snapped off, and now we don't know how to fix it. <clears throat>
0: yeah. All right. We're, uh, we're
1: going full sexy <laughs> with Aquaman.
0: Full sexy. Um. Uh, let's see before. Oh, uh, any thoughts on, I, I know Ian hasn't made it to the end there. I know the end has a little uh, coda at the end. The with, epilogue. Uh, the yeah. epilogue, yeah.
1: How about, uh, I'll good. just say these two words. Jared Leto, new Joker. Matt, go. I thought it was fine.
0: Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I refer
3: you to the, uh, what was that podcast you sent us?
0: Oh, uh, how did it, how did this get made? Yeah.
3: Yeah. That, the bald guy. What's his name? The host. Oh, uh, Paul Shear. Yeah. Shear. He, he has a good take on it. So, okay.
0: I agree with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a good mix of people to talk, discuss. I mean, they really just like hit up every aspect of this they did, yeah. thing. Uh, I, I, I'm out of those four guys i'm i'm somewhere between paul sheer and jason manzoukas's take where I, I i didn't watch it because i wanted to hate it i i'm just kind of over it now <laughs> this is fucking like Good Lord. Like even while listening to some of these podcasts over the, I was like, oh man, I'm already, and, and then this will probably be good for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I thought their conversation was very balanced, which I appreciate that. Yeah. It came from every direction. And you know, some of which I kind of agreed with and some of it. I didn't. Right. Like, You're not like, going to,
0: yeah. But everybody that, has that's their what opinion. made it
1: so great. Um, and some, some things they said, is like, oh yeah, I could, you know, it kind of changed my mind a little bit, but.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll move on to the next movie. Uh, we've got two more for the rotten on the vine game, our rotten tomatoes prediction game. Uh, the Bob Odenkirk uh, movie action flick Nobody Nobody it just came out of nowhere because like uh, Ian was saying that um, uh, you know it's...
1: No, nobody saw it coming. Ian, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I just you... I just watched this film. I watched it uh, Saturday night. Um, uh, did we'll do. Did our you go
2: to the theater? Is that yeah, oh, I
0: went nice. to the theater to watch it. It's only playing in theaters.
2: Oh. <clears throat> um, was, it, was it packed in theater? I it saw was. It, there's um,
0: quite a bit of people, surprisingly. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I uh, um, didn't know about this movie until me and Jason were trying to get movies for this little segment. And he brought this one up. And like, I was like, what is this?
3: still make movies? I know, right? <laughs>
0: um, I knew it all along. And uh, Bob Owen Kirk, who hey, – here's my – okay, most people know Bob Owen Kirk from Better Call Saul, from Breaking Bad. Yeah. I go way back with like uh, Bob Owen Kirk. I know him as a like a super funny like mr goofy, show mr right? show mr. I used to, yeah. that's one of my favorite if not my favorite sketch comedy show um he was a writer on snl previous to mr show and um and uh what else did he do he was a writer was he a writer on um i think he was a writer on the simpsons but um he he's uh he just like i said he's become more of a serious actor with breaking bad and better call saul and he's getting a lot of acclaim for those roles but uh this is <clears throat> this is a action flick the way like taken or uh, john wick is like uh a character was once a badass then has to go and gets domesticated and then gets drawn back into the action scene the, you know uh Becoming a violent person again And um, But Bob Odenkirk's so unassuming He just seems like a regular, normal
3: mm-hmm.
0: You know, middle-aged man That doesn't look like a Like Keanu Reeves, you're like, okay, that guy could possibly a ba- Be a badass, you know mm-hmm. But uh, Bob Odenkirk is so un- unassuming Yeah, it's like um, me,
1: it's like me. I, I can relate to him <laughs> People don't look at me and be like that, Somebody point at me and be like, how oh, that guy's a badass And be like, wait, wait, you mean the guy behind
3: him? No, 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 that guy I think they look at you, Jason, and go that guy eats a lot of Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> well, I, that's not anymore. What, that's I know that's what I'm,
3: point. I'm rubbing the wound. No,
0: so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go first with my prediction on this one. Um, I, um, and then, uh, we'll go around the table and then, uh, well, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll wrap this one up for this movie. Uh, nobody, uh, I gave it a, uh, a 76. That was from looking at trailers and whatnot a month ago. Um, so I gave it a 76. What about you guys? Uh, go ahead, Jason.
1: All right. I'm going to go with $1. No. I'm, actually, I'm really – 75. I'm like tucked right in there with you.
3: Okay. Oh, man. I had 70. God damn it.
2: Um, <laughs> what are you, 73? I, I had a 70. So I guess I'm going to go 69 now. Oh, okay. Um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, pull For it. paid Jason. off last time. Uh, I don't – yeah. And, and uh, I feel like – so I, you guys probably have the same thoughts on this. My guess is it's not going to be a John Wick or a Taken – quality because it is kind of like somewhat of a copy of that same idea and it's not like a fresh fresh no movie. so i feel like it's gonna be lower than those so i still feel like because people want to see movies it's people still like that style of movie because it is fun um and there's a lot you can do with it i still don't think it would be fresh and um certified fresh but i didn't think it was going to be like an 80 or above
1: the angle of 80. this movie is different though like, he has a family. He has things to lose. Um, and he also yeah. is a guy that has sh- basically shut himself down for a long time. Where John Wick, you don't Wait, Isn't understand. that taken now? Uh, I mean, that's taken. That's uh, read. Uh, I mean, there's
0: still. Kind I, I'm going to comment on, yeah. on all this stuff that you guys <laughs> I saying since I've watched the movie. John but Wick, yeah. But. Um, so, the uh, the score, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, is at 81% with wow. 162 reviews, a 95% audience score. So, um, that's I, impressive. Okay, so, uh, I gave you guys my, um, prediction. That was before watching the movie. I'd say, um, with my normal scoring, um, on the podcast, when I do the solo movie reviews, I I'd give it like a, like an A minus, um, the, uh, Rotten Tomato score. I probably, yeah, it's probably like an 81. Um, that's fair. I think, um, it, it's okay. So yes, it is. Like they're they're not they're not doing anything new with this, but somehow like this is a high recommendation for me this this movie like once it comes out okay. on streaming or whatnot or rent or whatever you want to do, um, highly recommend it. even though yes and it's written by the guy who did John Wick so it has the rough the Russian mafia coming in and being complete fucking you know uh, is there gonna be a John Wick verse? Um, yeah see i'm not sure if this is like connected or not but it, multiple it, it,
3: movies it, about like retired assassins yeah and then they're gonna get together in like an expendables type scenario right
0: yeah and th- this this uh it- it's not um it's not reinventing the wheel at all but but boy does it feel like a fresh like i don't know man i well, i that's, enjoyed what john, that's, list, that's what john so, yeah.
3: wick was though but john yeah, yeah. wick wasn't a fresh idea no, really th- it was just so that's a great extremely well that's executed. a great example
0: because yeah. okay. like when we all, at least me, when I went to watch John Wick for the first time, I was like, oh, a cool-looking action movie, but then it exceeded my, not I mean, John Wick was,
3: like, it wasn't fresh in idea, Mm -hmm. but it was fresh in the choreography. In execution, yeah. Oh, the choreography is
0: amazing. The choreography in this is very, um, like, Bob Odenkirk does all, like, all his stuff, like, there might be one shot or two where it's, like, somebody else um, that gets thrown Mm -hmm. aside or whatever, but it's uh it's it it was really um man i I,
2: that makes me really excited yeah it it has Mm -hmm. an
0: energetic kind of pacing and editing all the way through you're moving along um you're rooting for bob odenkirk the entire time uh there's the tropes are in there man like of course it's the russia mafia that he gets embroiled with that he has to go kick their ass but, man, there's some really satisfying action scenes in this and um, and story points. Um, it's got Christopher Lloyds in it. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Riz is in it. Christopher Lloyd. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Riz is in it. Um, let's see. Who else? This uh,
1: doesn't tie into the greater Breaking Bad universe. Right? <laughs> Connie Nielsen. <laughs> let's see who else. There's some guy comes up to him. He's like,
0: you better call Saul. He's like, what did you just <laughs> say? <laughs> 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 um. Uh, yeah. I highly recommend this movie. So, um, I did. I who came in the closest with this one? It was a. I think 81%. you had the last one. Right? You did. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You
1: did. You got one one percentile.
0: Because uh, I predicted seventy six. Mm-hmm.
2: That's we were all and you got
0: an eighty one.
2: <laughs> fairly close to number. I guess everyone suspected be. I guess everyone has a soft spot for a uh, a friendly, nice assassin. Yeah. You know, everyone loves. Well, I, uh, I like Bob Odenkirk and the movie. Did the trailer felt good? You well, did? I watched it. Yeah. I
3: felt real good. They, uh, here's the next one. I'm pitching the next one in the John Wick verse. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's a retired assassin, but he's Mr. Rogers. So he hosts like <laughs> wow. a children's oh. daytime TV show. So
2: That would be perfect.
3: <laughs> Make him even that. more gentle and unassuming before he goes ham. Do you guys ever hear those rumors? It was never true, but rumors that Mr. Rogers was covered in tattoos and that's why he wore his oh, sweater because yeah. he was like a Vietnam vet with like 30 confirmed yeah. kills. I, I, I
0: was going to go, rumor. it sounds more like military tattoos, but I was going to go with like the spider mm-hmm. web tattoo. And, yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, he wasn't? You no, know, right. that, that actually not. would be a pretty funny movie. If I did would that enjoy that movie. Um, right.
0: the, uh, the other flick I watched, I, I went to the theater to watch uh, this one we weren't predicting on, but I, I watched The Courier with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. It's a film that's historical, based on real events, it's a historical old school spy drama. Mm. Um, it's a uh, Bob, uh, not Bob Odenkirk, it's uh Benedict Cumberbatch uh Let's see. Yeah, it's um, it's about it's 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 set in the '60s. It's um, it's about the Russians and Nikita Khrushchev and uh, Bay of Pigs. Uh, that era of um, the, the, Russians, the Cold yeah. War, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, Benedict Cumberbatch is like just a regular salesman, like a British guy, and and the Brits and the U.S. like uh, recruit him to be like. The uh, the courier of like Russian information is this Russian guy that's part of the government that's worried because Nikita Khrushchev's a fucking psychopath.
1: And they want his vodka. So he yeah. goes and he gets it and couriers he, it back. Yeah,
0: I mean that's what really what it comes down to mm-hmm. is the uh, vodka trade. Potatoes uh, man. Yeah, uh, vodka does make a cameo in this in this movie. Nice, um, nice. It's uh, what I found interesting. Uh, well, I, I love spy movies anyway, especially. Well, not especially, but I, I like I like your James Bond Mission Impossible type act, uh, spy movies, but I also like your Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, realistic kind of
2: mm-hmm. like deep undercover more. Well, yeah.
0: where it's not all bombastic, It's not all action, like chase sweet- scenes and yes. explosions. Yeah, like, it's, it's which is probably it's more realistic. It's like dead yeah. drops
3: yeah, totally. in an alley, and yes. Like one shot from a silenced pistol right. type the, stuff. The
0: drama yeah. in that I, I I do find um, in, I, I do enjoy a, a good. Uh, old school spy movie like that spy and that's what man. this was and um and you're watching the the film and it's very much like a film but then at the end then it turns the real life kind of kicks in and um uh yeah i really enjoyed it benedict cumberbatch is always good mm-hmm. to, yeah he is. Um, he carries he this movie uh, you know who out. else is in it is um what's her name she's the the uh, marvelous miss mazel that actress? oh yeah
3: i don't know she, her name but.
0: yeah she she's uh she's in this film too and she's she's great she plays an american uh her name is rachel brosnahan uh she's really good in it too but um yeah i just want to give a shout out to that film as well the courier if uh did you see
2: i might be getting the name wrong but enigma the one with Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch, where she's it plays Alan Turing. Yeah, is yeah. that what it's called? Um, I don't. No, I don't know. That's what the no, machine is. No, it's not. Called
3: it's uh, a. Uh, it's uh, the the what? Inspiration imitation game. Yes, I'm game, I watched yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah that
0: so one. And that I, was kind of that's like a thriller. Yes, it's a similar quality. Yes, it, it was a tape. Same type of. Yeah, like that's based on a real, based yeah. on real life, and oh, definitely, you know, right. like uh, you know, and sometimes these movies that are based on real life can be real dull, but mm. under the right direction and and, yeah, and uh, the cool. writer, then it can be done really well. Or, speaking
2: of uh, spy uh, shows, Netflix has recently dropped like a spy documentary kind of esque series, very very similar to what good old Discovery Channel, you know, kind of had. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking, if you're bored, want to throw something on it, it's extremely interesting okay. and, and fun to watch.
1: I was hoping you didn't take my idea, because on the way over here, I was thinking the whole spy thing, it's like with the white, white vision, I was like, if they did like an all <laughs> black vision, then you could have like the spy, spy versus, versus spy, spy oh, thing going dang. on, where they're, like, they're trying to trick each other and trap each other, <laughs> it'd be a cool little, uh, little, uh, uh-huh. uh, Disney Plus
0: series. I guess start a new TV channel, though, I'll call it Mad TV. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> we'll move on to our last movie on our list here for a Rotten on the Vine segment. It's a uh, Godzilla versus Kong. So this one hasn't come out yet, but it does have Rotten Tomatoes score. So we'll just kind of soon, play right? It.
2: Doesn't it come out pretty soon? Thirtieth,
0: um, yeah. And I got my tickets for the IMAX for that one. I'm super stoked. They had a trailer for it in front of uh, uh, the courier last night when I was. What seat do you have? Uh, uh eight. I think I usually go for that middle kind of H yeah. or G, somewhere in there. I was going to
2: hire a really tall person to sit yeah, in front of you. Yeah, thanks,
0: buddy. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I was ready for just to watch because uh, Legendary and Warners have been going back and forth this past year with Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong. They're like Legendary is like, Dune has to be a theatrical release. Like, and uh we'll 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 give up godzilla versus kong to be just be streaming but as long as june gets a theatrical a proper theatrical release and um um i'm not sure where they're at now but i know godzilla versus kong is getting the dual theatrical release with the um uh hbo max uh streaming release and uh I didn't think they were going to do a theatrical release of um, Godzilla versus Kong, so I was just like resigned to the fact that I was just going to watch it streaming. But I'm the closer and the more the closer we get to the release date and the more trailers I see, super excited for this movie. Um, I'm just a mark for Kaiju and, and Godzilla stuff, so um, really excited about that. Um, we'll start with. Um,
2: Can I go first? On yeah, yeah. Movie?
0: Go ahead with uh, the right. Godzilla so, vs. Kong
2: prediction. Godzilla versus Kong. You know, I feel like. Critics are always way harsher with Godzilla. Um, So I kind of wanted to give, you know, a general both kind of scores because I feel like for this one, critics, I'm guessing it's going to be about like a 50%. But but
3: are the critics not actually pretty forgiving of King Kong?
2: Uh,
3: Oh, sorry. It's not King Kong. It's only Kong because there's licensing issues with King Kong.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I still think that they're just they're very harsh on Godzilla. So I think critics are going to give it a fifty, but I think the audience will give it a strong seventy-five. I don't think King Dong has been. You said fifty, so I, I'm going to say oh, I'm going to say like audience seventy-five, but I'm going to put an asterisk for critics are going to give it a way lower. So critics give me fifty.
3: We don't care what you think I, the audience well, is going to know, say. But
2: I, I think that the audience is going to historically the audience loves the Godzilla movies. I mean, if you look at the last one that came out. I think the audience scores like fantastic. I mean, the last one was, was like critics, a fifty-three. Yeah, the critics like was, like totally murdered. But the first yeah. one was like a
3: seventy-three. I think the first one I was a little slower than the second. I the did second not one, like the first. The,
0: one. I like both of them for different reasons. The second one's just all fucking monster, like incredible CGI and sound design and everything. And then the story is kind of uh, the human story is just traditional, just weak sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the the original Godzilla, the 2014 with um, Brian Cranston um, and Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch is in it too. Uh, that one they it's it's uh, it was more um, they went that uh, Jaws route where they don't show so much the monster until the very end, like with Jaws the yeah. shark and stuff. Uh, I like that film for what it is there, uh, but yeah, the second one made up for you not seeing as many monster battles in the first one skull island though that's a that's a sleeper hit right there that i that, like
3: skull island's probably my favorite of the monster yeah, yeah and, it's, and it's, it's rated
0: the best one out of it's all, all of them um
3: what, what is the license
1: thing with king kong i've heard i about don't know that. That's weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't say King. Would you rather them just change the Kong and went with like King, like just name like Frank or something, like King Frank or or, <laughs> or do- Dong King Dong? I mean, he's a big gorilla. Uh, he's probably got yeah, a, you, you know. And uh, and you know the adult industry doesn't There's probably often... a
2: licensing
1: issue with the adult industry with that. How yeah, often? Have...
3: Listen, how often do you think the I adult don't think industry King Dong would like someone else using his name?
1: How often does the adult industry actually copyright their stuff? Look at how ridiculous some of their names things are. They don't copyright that stuff. They're not we, worried about anybody stealing know. it. King Dong. I think it would have been plausible. <laughs> and you could have wrote it into the story. I mean, look, he's been a lonely gorilla on an island for a long time. Look, well, we don't need to get into this, but I'm just saying it's possible. Matt, what was what was your score? Are you
3: done thinking
0: of gorilla people? Yeah, whose turn is it? Matt and go. <laughs>
1: Like, I have a degree in biology. I have like a minor in, 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 in gorilla like, Let in me gorilla talk penis. a little gorilla. bit more about I this I
3: minored in gorilla penis. So I could go on and on about it. Uh, yeah, I I, got, I think I messed up my <laughs> guesses on the last one. But uh, I'm going to give it a 65. Okay. How and, did you mess up your guesses in the last one? Because I think that I was going to give nobody an 80. <laughs> And I gave it the King Kong score, <laughs> mm. oh. <laughs> which was a seventy. Mm. But now I'm r- reducing it a little bit. You're locked in now.
0: Okay, where are we at with? Um... Oh, you Matt, you said a sixty-five. Yeah. Okay. So have... Jason's left.
2: Guys, I have to yes. interrupt. I, I got Okay. Yeah, that we're out. gonna a bit
0: ado to Ian.
2: I'll see you guys next. See you, Ian.
0: Okay, we'll let you know where you uh, ranked on the Godzilla versus Kong and how wrong you were with mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Um.
1: So I think Godzilla versus Kong, not Dong. Dong probably be seventy. I'm gonna go with a fifty-eight percent. Why? I don't remember what my logic was. I think I think it was the Godzilla King of Monsters that drug it down for me with that forty. I, when I saw that forty percent, I was like, uh, ah, I'm gonna yeah. go up the middle with this <laughs> because with those two characters together, and you're gonna get a movie basically that's just gonna be a lot of. Big guy on big guy bumping going on. I'm not okay. I shouldn't say bumping because I did the King Dong thing earlier. Fighting going on. Basically, a lot of big awesome scenes with them fighting. So fifty eight. You said fifty eight. Yeah, I'm. I, right. I'm afraid I might be low on this one. But that's where I. That's where I felt it
3: out when I was thinking about. <laughs> it. Should we? We should guess like uh okay so there's the audience score right and there's the score that we're really guessing for oh, I th- but me and you should guess for what Hector's score is going to yeah. be yeah <laughs> i th- really think the audience score is going to be a bunch higher than yeah. what the critic score on this All movie right. is. i think hector's going to give it a 91
0: okay i'm going to go with so I'm I'm gonna go, go ahead please i'm going to go with 82 <laughs> okay i gave it guys love versus kong a 63 Ooh. but not yeah. not
3: we're not i'm not we're guessing what you actually think of the actual movie
0: Oh, okay. Uh, well, so when, when Hector watches when it, I watch he's it. gonna
3: give it a ninety-one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me write that down so we remember a ninety-one. And what did you say? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Okay, because I'm really stoked for yeah. this. I gave. Uh, I think I gave Godzilla versus. I'm sorry, The King of the Monsters, which I'm. I loved, but I still gave it like a C plus or some shit like that, just because I gotta keep it real, like the fucking yeah. the uh, the the human story stuff and it's not like it's impossible to have the human aspect of a Godzilla of a Kaiju movie to be good. Cause I've watched, there's a Shin Godzilla. It's a, a Toho more current Godzilla movie.
3: Oh, that's the one where they're like in space and shit, right? No, they, they,
0: they, if they, if the story, Oh no, that's like an animated thing. on. Yeah. I thought Netflix. that's what you were no, talking no, about. This oh. is a, this is a, this is a live action, um, just, uh, Japanese spoken, like produce and everything. Um, Godzilla movie, but the uh, the way the the human story in that in that film is really compelling, actually, because the fucking the kaiju comes out of nowhere and um, the fucking Japanese government is is just tripping over themselves with bureaucracy, and that's real. Like that's yeah, probably what yeah, would yeah. happen. Like the people are like, oh wait, wait, should we do this or do that? And uh, so it's possible for a Godzilla. Or just a kaiju movie. Because that Skull Island movie was really good. It had really good action monster stuff. But it also had good char- uh, character stuff with the humans. So it's possible. But um, King of the Monsters, um, yeah, it just fell short because of the the uh, human aspect the, of it. The dialogue and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Rotten Tomato score as of uh, the 29th of March, right now as we're recording this, is, is 79% for Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. with 34 reviews. That's only a fraction okay. of the reviews. No audience score yet. Cause the movie hasn't come out yet.
1: It's got a long ways to come down. Hey, sorry. That.
0: What was it? 79%. That's where it's at. It, it, it might go down or up depending on the more reviews. Right. So we'll just, we'll, we'll, come back to that one. So, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to reach you That
1: Am I, am I wrong Hector in thinking that there's a, a different version of this movie that's going to release in Japan versus, versus the United States.
0: Um, I'm glad you brought that up because this has already been released in Japan. I'm sorry, in China. Uh, Ask that question again. I'm sorry.
1: They did a slightly different version of this movie to release overseas. For in in Asia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, It's already been released in in China and it's like blocked. Like it made tons of fucking money considering the pandemic and everything else. Um, I'd been hearing stuff from Legendary that they were like, this is probably going to be the last one because these movies are making money but not like they're not runaway hits okay so they're like where do we go now i from love here? that
3: like notion of the studio is like we're making money yeah. but not enough yeah yeah i know
0: right yeah, yeah. um yeah because i mean you can break even which is like it's always as long an, as you
3: paid all your employees,
1: yeah. and made, a, made enough money to keep they, operating,
0: yeah, but they, yeah, it's, it's the
1: Scrooge McDuck kind of, yeah, exactly like thing. <laughs> it's like if you can't swim in it, then it's not mm-hmm. enough money, so you just might as well just shut it down.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's. Uh, so in the in the states, they were kind of like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen with this franchise because it's been doing pretty well, but not what they are hoping for. So we'll just wait and see, and if. From the what well, we're hearing from China, it, it did really fucking well in China. Okay. So maybe, next, yeah,
3: maybe they'll keep going. Right? Yeah, but does yeah. like um, very spectacleized
0: CGI yeah. mm-hmm. movies right. do very well? Right, in China. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see what happens here it's in true. the states and stuff. So it'll be interesting with the box office receipts and the streaming stuff. Uh, what happens with this franchise? I'm, I'm super stoked I'm, for.
3: Yep, I'm watching it
1: for, for Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh,
0: I
3: didn't even see the second one, but since this one's coming out on HBO Max, I'll watch it.
0: The second, uh, King, said, of all King, of the, King of the Monsters. Yeah. Man, there's some fucking awesome looking shit. in King of the Monsters, it's it's mm-hmm. visually stunning. It's, is that on
3: HBO Max? I'd watch that. Uh, it
0: might be. Yeah. Oh,
3: speaking of monster, giant monsters, mm-hmm. I started watching Attack on Titan, and oh, that show is yeah. fucking awesome. Kaiju. Uh,
0: there's so many okay. different versions of it.
3: Is it the no, animated Attack on Titan? It's Attack a on... manga. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh basically whatever this world is, but yeah. like at some point in human history. These giant monsters that just eat people. But they look there. like humans, right? With yeah. skin. And then yeah. so humans walled themselves into this city. Right. And then this city is like under attack by these monsters. But like it is so grim and dark and yeah. gritty and real and yeah, like yeah it's an, like an animated show and like yeah. it like gives me chills like oh. it's it's a very well done show and people rave about it and, and i've always wondered I've, for why. years now yeah. i've heard people rave it's about
0: awesome. it uh, and it's kaiju because they're giant yeah exactly human looking things but um uh, real, real quick jason i'm sorry to interrupt you you were about to say something but since matt brought up the uh, anime i did watch grave of the fireflies okay and uh that's fucking sad <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's but, was my uh, description pretty good
0: so uh, matt bringing up the uh uh, anime that's really grim uh grave of the fireflies um I, i'm ashamed to say that i've never watched any of the uh, studio ghibli movies like oh, those um, are such good movies. yeah and it's just beautiful animation did you watch and, yeah. one well the grave of the fireflies is oh one. that is studio yeah. ghibli mm-hmm. yeah. oh it's well, an remember. older one yeah, yeah. oh well that changes
3: my if <laughs> it's funny if i was to describe studio ghibli to someone from the movies i've seen yeah i would call it japanese pixar yeah. but given the movie that you guys are talking about, I don't think that that's the best description. No, <laughs> no not at all. This
0: is this is based on World War II, yeah, and, and, and like, like the effects. human suffering. It yeah, is, the effects yeah. of the average person in Japan during all that. But yeah, yeah, it is. It
1: is. Um, it's an art piece. It really is. Oh,
0: for sure. Um, I would, but you were going to say something, to you, huh?
1: Oh, I was gonna recommend Matt should watch Love and Monsters. Or have you have you seen Love and Monsters? Anybody else? I, no, no, you brought it up. Yeah. I brought it up on our mashup episode with Let's Talk About Stuff, and I think Steven ended up watching it and talk about it. But but uh, you should watch that what one. What is it again? Love and Monsters. I mean, what is it about? It's about it, it's, it's live action. Yeah, it's live action. It's basically about the a- aliens had come. I think it was it was. It's been a while. I watched it now, but basically, are the, the some of the animals and creatures on our earth get supersized and mutated. So the monsters become these oversized thing, uh, like insects and things like
3: that. So people have had to go Underground into and there's bunkers like people to survive. In two separate bumper, bunkers that meet yeah, each to, other, yes. Okay, yes. I've read that description on Netflix or whatever, but I've never watched it. Yeah, okay,
1: it's actually, it's I described it as um like zombie land kind of for that was like, the
3: vibe I got reading the description, but with like monsters, instead yeah, of instead of monsters and a, a toned down, of course, mm-hmm.
1: a little more of a, a light and cheery feel to it, but all but the same style of what they're trying to accomplish comedically and things right. like that, so.
0: Um, so, uh, we'll move off our Rotten Tomatoes game real quick. And, uh, we're probably gonna, um, I don't know if we'll get to talk about, uh, the Winter Soldier and, um, WandaVision. Maybe we'll talk a little bit before we wrap it up, but I wanted to bring up, um, we were talking about Zack Snyder and the DCU earlier, um, a week or two ago, it was my birthday last week. So I, um, Since I wasn't able to do the Comic Con this year, because there is no Comic Con, uh, for my birthday, I hit up all the comic book shops in town and um, I picked up some, I scored some cool shit. And um, one of the things I I picked up was uh, this um, DC, um, this collected edition of this Wonder Woman book called Dead Earth. And it's uh, written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson and it's a black label uh, dc uh, book so it's it's for it's not for children uh, the black label stuff for it's uh, like a
3: Xena warrior princess vibe yeah. on the cover
0: yeah it's the the art's very uh gritty
3: is that batman's belt yeah okay yeah.
0: so this yeah. is this is the premise it's a uh, she she wakes up and it's nuclear holocaust like she wakes up out of some like chamber thing that some um some people actually uh, uh, disturb, like the, these people are in this nuclear wasteland and they happen to pawn, they, they're running away from these giant creatures, mutated creatures, kind of like what we were talking about with the, yeah. uh, the monsters, um, monsters and what was it called? Now? love and monsters. Love and and, Monster, well, I don't
1: yeah. think it was aliens. I think it was an asteroid hit the earth and like, okay. like mutated so our animals.
0: with this, this is like, there's like mutated creatures out yeah on the surface of the earth. So these people end up kind of like falling down this cave or this, this cavern uh, trying to escape some, some, some creature mutated creature. And then they disturb this like pod. And um, out of the pod comes wonder woman. She's been in hibernation. She doesn't know what's going on. Um, It turns out they, they dig out 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 of this little cavern and it turns out um, they're in uh, Bruce Wayne's mansion. That's all decimated. And Bruce Wayne's, It's just a skeleton with his bat suit on on the (laughs) couch just there. And you look and and the the part of the mansion's busted open Uh, like one of the walls is missing. And you can just see like this is grim, you know, um, apocalyptic uh, setting. And uh, apparently like I haven't read the entire thing yet, but uh, but like she's um, this is like I don't know how many hundreds of years in the future. And uh, the world's all decimated. And uh, she I guess she takes Batman's utility belt. And from what I've listened to on podcasts, eventually she like gets caught in a situation where she's using Superman's – I guess Superman's dead too – Superman's spine as like – she beats the shit out of somebody with Superman's yeah, spine. Well, so this is some crazy well, – What
3: year is this from?
0: <laughs> uh, this just came out. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. It's got a very mid-80s vibe to yeah. your description. <laughs> uh wonder woman's mission was to save man's world from itself she failed when diana awakens from a centuries-long sleep uh, she discovers earth has been reduced to a nuclear wasteland now she's marooned in a dark and dangerous future protecting the last human city from the titanic monsters and struggling to uncover the secret of this dead earth and how she may be responsible for it so um yeah uh
1: where are you at in life when you have to beat someone with Superman's
0: spine? <laughs> yeah. like uh, Is that
3: her new lasso of truth? <laughs> I guess so.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it gets really brutal. I'm literally looking forward to reading that. Um, some of the other stuff I ended up picking up was um, uh, I picked up this Batman comic that I've been wanting to get for Jason. Um, I read this. Uh, this came out in 2011. Um, it's uh, Scott Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Scott Ooh. Snyder, uh, one, one of the most known Batman writers, and Greg Capullo. Uh, this is a gift for you, Jason. This Ooh, is nice. Batman number five. Thank you. Just just don't just pick it like don't worry about what came before, what comes after. Just read it purely as a book by itself. Okay. Just that issue. Um, it has a I'm not going to tell you what you're getting into. Like when I first read that in 2011, um, so um, almost 10 years ago. Um, so I was in my I'm in my early 40s now. I was in my early 30s been reading comics since I was 16. That book made me feel like I was 16 again reading it, reading comics. Like, they do – you just have to go with the flow when you're reading it. So uh, I'm being cryptic because I don't want to ruin the experience for you. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So when we record again –
1: I will have read it.
0: Yeah. And uh, something else I ended up reading was – or picking up was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. And I got the director's cut oh, that nice. I picked up first. Yeah. And then. Um,
3: the cover art's pretty cool. Yeah, advanced. that's pretty
0: sweet. And that's Kevin Eastman, the original, one of the original comic book, uh, I'm sorry, one of the original Turtles creators. Yep. Um, so this is fucking cool because this is supposed to take place uh, in the future. And you don't know which turtle this is because he's wearing a black mask and he's got and he's all kinds of. He's the only one left. He's the only one left. Uh, there's the, the three other, his brothers are dead. And um, he's on a revenge mission and it gets really Frank Miller ish kind of brutal. Okay. Um, It's really good. It has a raid kind of that movie, that action movie raid where the guy's trying to make it up to Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this building with a bunch of people coming at him, trying to kill him. Um, It's uh, at the the end of this issue, you then realize which of the turtles it is. And it's, it's, it's one of those things with comics where, You're reading it and he's speaking and he he, throughout the throughout the story, he's speaking to his dead brothers. So he's talking to himself, essentially. And if this was a cartoon or a live action film, you'd probably be able to recognize by the voice. But since you're reading it, you do you have nothing to go on to, to, to tell which turtle it is. So and they do little subtle things with the storytelling where you're like. Oh, that could be Raph or that could be Donnie or, you know, and, um, you're not sure till the very end. And, uh, that was excellent. I got the director's cut and, um, is it just two parts? No. And these are the same issues. It's just, this, this has a different cover. It's the same thing. It's, they're, they're both issue one. I think it might be a four issue miniseries. Um, but man, really enjoyed this. Um, and then I picked up, let's see, uh. This is a Berserker. This is a Keanu Reeves uh, book. He did, he wrote and created this book. It's from Boom Studios. It's uh, he he hired a, uh, another writer who's actually a pretty uh, respected writer in comics, Matt Kent, and it's art by Ron Garney. And um, this book just came out. Um, like I said, Keanu Reeves created it, um, and it's essentially. Um, kind of an ageless warrior, badass character. Um, he's been alive. Is that
3: Keanu Reeves?
0: And the character looks like Keanu okay. Reeves. Yeah, I mean, on purpose. It's hard to
3: tell from over here. Yeah. And
0: it, on purpose, it's uh, you pass that over. And um, so he he he's got like I guess Wolverine powers, maybe, or they can reconstruct them or something. He's ageless. He just lives forever. He's lived for like thousands of years. So the twist. At the end is that he, he can he, he remembers everything. So he remembers his birth. But then the twist is that he at the end of the issue, his birth was during like caveman times. So he's been alive since like, you know, forever. And he's still alive now and he's this mercenary type of character. So um, a little bit of old news for the podcast. This just got picked up as a movie and an animated, (laughs) like animated thing for Netflix. Like, I mean, you can tell right away. Like, that's what people were saying. It's like, oh, he's just wanting to make his new. I was gonna say, is Keanu Reeves gonna be Berserker? Yes. Like, yeah. So (laughs) So, okay, his um, career
3: has taken the most interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but it's usually good stuff. Mm -hmm. When I hear the. I had heard a berserker before, and I but every time I hear that, I automatically as a huge Gears of War fan. Think
0: of Gears of War because there's berserkers,
1: yeah, uh, in Gears of War.
0: Um, so uh, yeah, I'm glad I got a copy of that, and uh, it's uh, I haven't read that one yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to reading that one, mm-hmm. and that'll be there'll be more issues to that. So um, I don't know um. We can talk real quick about WandaVision. Uh, we don't have much fine. more to talk about about WandaVision. No, right? we just never did talk about the the, the the ending. The ending. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It was okay. It was fine. Uh, I saw Jason the other night that when I got to the episode right before the final episode, the penultimate episode, um, I came to the realization that they were just doing that series to flesh out that character. It's it's, it's, it's not, all about
3: Wanda. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't yeah. an
0: origin story for Wanda Maximoff. It was an origin story for the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and
3: they weren't going to introduce new villains or anything, really. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was
3: well, we just... Got, we got... Yeah. Well, she's not a new villain because she's gone already. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like a... They weren't introducing like Thanos, like the mm-hmm. Thanos right. type okay, situation. That's true. Yeah, so
1: yeah, we got her as in her full costume. I feel like
3: the... I would have enjoyed the witch as the villain more mm-hmm. if she was being puppet mastered by something else. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's just yeah. a witch, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I found the villain. I, I like the actress. Yeah. I thought the actress did a much better job of portraying the character episode to episode than she did as the final villainy witch because it was almost cartoony mm-hmm. it yeah, was very well young. yeah, yeah. That, that fight scene was a little drawn out yeah and then you had
1: white vision just kind of fucking off like right the fake vision gave white vision back his memories and he's like oh yeah i remember stuff uh, he's like bye see <laughs> you later
0: yeah <laughs> so, i have no idea where that character's gonna end up at i know uh Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda Maximoff is supposed to star in the next Doctor Strange film. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, we can uh, briefly talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, I uh, do
3: want to say, and mm-hmm. this, everyone else in the world probably knows this, but I have to share how much of an idiot I am. Mm-hmm. So, Elizabeth Olsen mm-hmm. who oh, plays yes. Scarlet Witch. Uh, that's funny. Do you know yeah. who her sisters are? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. had no idea that she was an Olsen twin <laughs> yeah. but she's not a twin but she's not a twin no, no, she, she, no she's, she's, a, she's the she's younger she's the younger sister, sister. That what fucks me up yeah. and I've always seen her and been like man that she looks familiar yeah 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 and now I now I know why <laughs> I
1: did not and, know and that the, you did not know and no, I the, did not know <laughs>
0: and the talented one in the family because I, I like her acting uh, she, she's a good actress I think uh, the, the other two sisters were like babies when they yeah, were, yeah like, they never really uh,
3: Mary-Kate and Ashley. I mean maybe they were could have been talented
0: but they, they, didn't pursue. Like they did they
3: seem like they didn't care to act
0: yeah they went into
1: like fashion and things yeah. like yeah. that and that they seem that's yeah. what they want to do so
0: um, the Falcon and the winter soldier I'll just say this that I'm enjoying it but I don't know if it's good or not yeah <laughs> and it's... You,
1: you love us agent
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it that's seems like kind of bland yeah. but I, I like the I like the winter soldier stuff and I like um
1: i I thought the in episode two the therapist scene was kind of forced almost Mm -hmm. like where they got called to the office to sit and look at each other and try to i was like okay well this was i enjoyed the scene at face value Mm -hmm. but it's like okay you forced this in here to try to develop their relationship it was just weird it was kind of odd to me like where the therapist is like okay before you go out you need to come we need to come and you too we need to sit down with each other it's like
3: what okay
1: <laughs> it's just it was just a lot. yeah uh,
3: it's it's like there's there's always been like uh the kind of fantastical magical marvel that kind of took over in the later movies yeah and this is harkening back to like the winter soldier captain america yeah. winter, like where it's very like grounded almost like spy thrillery mm-hmm. type but at the same time like i don't know they need to introduce something a little bit more exciting i mm-hmm. think this, and they probably will.
1: And then it's it's trademarked the Winter Soldier stare. Also, is known as yeah. WSS. Is this part of the? I don't. Is this part of the comic lore? This this
0: thing that he's just stares. Oh, stares! I'm I not know. sure. I've not read like, enough. Uh,
1: it's an interesting uh, part of his character they've introduced.
0: I uh, the uh, the budget is. You can tell the budget whenever the action sequences. They've had that, that helicopter sequence in the first episode, and then this the two trucks the uh, true yeah we fighting on top of, yeah that. so you can tell they're putting some of their budget money, that yeah. they've yeah
3: i also love uh you can tell it's a tv show because the winter soldier in the movies his arm is out every time yeah. he's on screen right and they're like let's save some cgi money and we'll just right. make him wear gloves and long sleeve shirts all the time yeah <laughs> yeah well they they
1: they portray it like he's he just kind of wants trying to, to hide in it. yeah he exactly. wants to hide it yeah.
0: I, I do that i do like that they They'll, they'll take an opportunity to, without just saying that outright, but show that he is, he has essentially the same powers that Captain America had, just that super soldier are, where he's like asking for a shoot to jump out of the plane, but then he says, fuck it, just, and then he jumps, and... And he survives it.
1: I had a brain fart watching the show. I was like, wait, why is he young and Captain America's old now when he went back into... I was like, oh, yeah, they kept freezing him over and over again after you do a mission. Yeah, but he he
0: does have some version of... Like living Yeah,
1: he's... I think his age has slowed, but he's not... The the fact they kept putting back in that chamber every single time he does missions has slowed it even more to where he's pretty... Looks pretty similar to the same age.
3: That does remind me a little bit. This show... uh, They're teetering dangerously with the whole uh, where you can retcon your own cannon into garbage Mm -hmm. by introducing that there's multiple super soldiers, which just delegitimizes the entire existence of Captain America. If they all have super soldiers. You're telling me then during all of the Avengers worldwide events that... That there was multiple Captain Americas who were right. doing it and not only that they were like former soldiers well they like, introduced right. Isaiah yeah well and is... that, and that,
0: that that whole thing is uh, very interesting because that character is also a retcon in the comics I think the Isaiah character was introduced like 15 years ago in the comics and it's supposed to be it's supposed he's supposed to predate Steve Rogers as a super soldier because it, it it all it's, it's kind of a reflection of what happened in real life with the Tuskegee right, experiments right. and stuff like that, okay. where, yes, the government's going to experiment on this group of black people, uh, uh, black men. Most of them die off because the experiments killed them, and then Isaiah is like the one that uh, survived. survived yeah. And then apparently he... Put on the Captain America suit, and they court-martialed him, and they put him in prison. So it's the whole yeah, fucked up thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, so th- at least they're getting a cool—not a cool story, but an interesting story with the Isaiah being a super soldier. Yeah. But but what Matt's saying with like, well, if we got this whole other group. Of people that are super soldiers, and we have this other character that's a super... Then it kind of like, takes away... like, what is Captain America? Yes, I, and I, he's not as special, yeah. I do.
3: I
1: want to know well, how these guys became super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm curious to where they're going to go with this.
0: Well, uh, in uh, Civil War, they had, uh, or they had a bunch of super soldiers, too. That, that's true. That uh, Zemo ended up killing before uh, Bucky and Cap and uh, Iron Man showed up at that facility. They were all dead already, but they were super soldiers, too. So, yeah. And then even if you consider uh, the Incredible Hulk movie with um, Ed Norton, where um, the the villain at first, before he turned into uh, the Abomination, he does have Captain America style super soldier powers yeah. where he's just super fast and durable. And and the strong.
1: balls on the Winter Soldier to go back to isaiah's house come to his home and be like hey remember me i was that yeah. murderous fucker from hydra that you tried to kill that, that because i was killing everyone yeah hey uh you want to go uh you want to go hang out and right, right, do right. some missions and mm-hmm. stuff he's Man. like get the fuck out yeah. <laughs> i think
3: that's like um what i worry the most about with marvel continuing to do this shared universe mm-hmm. is it's fine to to progress forward. Mm-hmm. So like Thanos made sense because he never had any reason to come to Earth and he was doing his own thing. And then now he has a reason to come to Earth. So he's introduced into the story. Mm-hmm. But if they keep doing these things like, oh, well, this was actually happening the whole time that was happening. Mm-hmm. You start to like just fuck your entire foundation. The of Continuity. Your, yeah. Like, oh, there's been witches all
0: along yeah yeah what were they <laughs> right, what were
3: right. they doing like you didn't have Rich to do stuff. that yeah
0: this, this is gonna be yeah, nice this <laughs> this is this is where it's gonna get really tricky for them is when they're gonna try to reenter or to introduce mutants and to the if Marvel they make universe. it a future event yeah
3: like something yeah. happened but, coming
0: up that creates but,
3: mutants but
0: but then they're gonna be like well how did this magneto character come about as a mutant when his origin story comes from world war ii and this Wolverine character that's yeah. been around for 120 years. Or even Wanda.
3: Mutant. They're like, yeah. they hinted in the show, like, oh, she she actually maybe had powers before. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what,
3: if, what if the super uh, soldier serum ends up
1: just being a witch brew? Ah, uh, toil and trouble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winter soldier <laughs> is uh, going to get into trouble. trouble. And what?
0: So with the WandaVision show, I was more a fan of the journey. More I was a fan of, like, a, it was
3: a swing for the fences type yeah. thing. Like.
0: And then this show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, like I said, I'm enjoying it while I'm watching it, but I, I'm not sure if it's a good show. Yeah. yeah so
1: I, I mean, I, I'm enjoying it also so mm-hmm. far. It's early.
0: Mm-hmm. How,
1: do we know how many episodes there's going to be?
0: I think there's, like, six or eight or something like that. Okay. Probably more like six.
1: Now, is this going to be one of those things where it's introducing for stuff going forward, like WandaVision, where you likely not going to be anymore. Yeah. I don't,
0: know? I don't know. Cause, uh, cause, um, Black Widow is supposed to take place in the past. Cause she's dead in the current. Mm-hmm. So I- I'm not sure what this is going to boil over into. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, we'll start wrapping it up. I, I wanted to do, um, unless you guys have anything else to... um, I-, I, wanted to do a couple of podcast recommendations, uh, song exploder, so um podcast. Oh, I used to listen to Song yeah. Exploder. That's a really cool they one. They break down um, songs, and then the, the, at the end of the episode, they play the song as an, an instant Yeah, they usually
3: have, like, you know, isolated tracks and bits yeah. and Yeah, they'll have the, the
0: person, know. the, the, the artist on. The ones I listened to recently were one for Tame Impala for the song. Um,
3: Man, my, I forgot about
0: that. Might podcast. be time. Uh, definitely, if you're somebody who's uh, into drumming, this Tame Impala song exploder episode is fucking excellent. And then they also do one for uh, R- uh, Run the Jewels for the song on the current album with um, Zach De La Roca and what's the guy from? What's this, who sings Happy with that? Pharrell. Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. Yeah. 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 So it's 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 a uh, LP on this episode because he's the producer right. for Run the Jewels and. Uh, one of the rappers on run the jewels and he breaks down whatever the song is that the four of them are on mm-hmm. uh, him, killer Mike uh, Pharrell and, uh, that's a So that was a good episode. Those are two, uh, episodes of song Explorer that I, was I recommend. Say,
3: the one that, I, that just for my own anecdote of that mm-hmm. show, one of the earliest episodes was about the song Ophelia by the lumineers okay like, oh oh
2: feeling. Yeah. yeah yeah
3: so that song has like this four on the floor just kick sound okay and they they talk about how they they took a microphone and they walked around the entire studio to find a particularly like stompy creaky floorboard in the studio wow and okay. then they recorded them stomping on yeah. it. and like those little anecdotes make the song so much cooler yeah. when you listen to it again
0: yeah yeah you're like oh that's
3: a rusty old floorboard in some mm-hmm. studio
0: um that yes little anecdotes like that on the run the jewels one there uh, lp's talking about zach de la roca of uh, rage against the machine mm-hmm. and zach wanted to he was kind of getting into the, the the flow of the rapping part of it but at a certain point in the song lp wants some of the rage some of the scream, yeah, you yeah. know and he had to coax that out of uh zach de la roca for for that song and uh, um so it was very interesting. Uh, but also Song Exploder has a Netflix series. Like, there's a Netflix, uh, Netflix uh, Song Exploder episode. Like Oh, cool. I'll yeah. check that out, yeah. too. That would um, be
3: a really good visual mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I think the one I saw, I haven't watched any of them yet, but there was, like, uh, Trent Reznor well, with Nine Inch Nails was doing one of his songs on that. The other podcast re- recommendation I want to make is uh, – um, is uh listen impossible uh or or what uh uh not another butt podcast i think (laughs) (laughs) from that first episode i listened to and um that should be our tagline (laughs) yeah where you guys are going through your like figuring out what what name Yeah. yeah uh so that was fun um uh, the, uh, you guys are probably, as of this recording, three, four episodes are out at this point. Five, oh, nice.
1: six will release this one, which will be Drive O'Clock Shadow, which I encourage everyone to listen to because that one's a, that's a pretty
0: good one. Nice, right? nice. Uh, little uh, kid commentator mm-hmm. making cameos in, uh, on the episodes. Uh, that's with uh, Delavan and JJ of uh, Kansas Still Podcast and, uh, and the two of you, yep. Matt and Jason. Um, so there's a couple podcast recommendations there, and I think that's all I've got for this episode. Um, I want to shout out, uh, a
3: band that I've listened, found long ago and kind of rediscovered again. The band's called Pinback. Have have you guys heard of Pinback before? So I'm going to shout out three of their songs, uh, because the first one is like their, their big pop hit. Like it's not a pop song, but. It's called Good to See, but it's C like Ocean, S-E-A-E, or (laughs) S-E-A. It was on Scrubs, which is how I found this band, because I was like, I really like that song, so I tracked it down and found the band. But they have two songs. One's called Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S. Okay. the other one is called uh, Devil I Know, and they're just, this band's really cool. And they did, they like kind of just fizzled out after like two albums.
1: What's the name of
0: the band again?
3: Pinback. Pinback, all right. I did discover
1: an indie pop song that I really like lately. It was called "It's Called Listerine" by Dayglow. It's
2: a good, it's a good song.
0: Dayglow, I've heard that, I've heard that name yeah, as well. Indie pop band.
3: Is it played to the um the the song Glycerin? No, <laughs> by that's Bush. not. Yeah, it Listerine does not, it does not have any Bush <laughs> feel to it at all.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, I think that's it, guys. Um, I think uh, we'll call it an episode. That was uh, episode two fifty. Um. See, do a little bit of networking. Uh, you can find our podcast on uh, Overcast. Yeah. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on iTunes. Um, you can find it on MindGrenadeStudios.com. Mm-hmm. You can find you can find Listen Impossible and Mind Grenade on Twitter. You can follow us. The Mind Grenade is uh, at Mind Grenade one And what's the uh, Listen Impossible? Impossible
1: underscore pod.
0: All right. So um, thanks for subscribing, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, this has been Hector for Jason, Ian, Matt, and King Dong. Saying mm-hmm. so long, and we'll talk to you soon. We love you. We love you, King Dong.